RTB AM. I was really triggered. We don't want Johnny Sexton having any part of any Netflix curse ahead of the World Cup. OTB AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. Off the ball, daily. Well, the GA story that keeps on giving has added its latest chapter today. The GA's Central Competition Control Committee has ordered a replay of the All-Ireland Senior Club football final between Kilmacook Crokes and Glen after they upheld an objection to the result of the game by Glen. Of course, Kilmacook Crokes won the final on a scoreline of 1-11 to 1-9, but had 16 players in the field for the last attack after Conor Casey replaced Darren Mullen, who didn't immediately go off. Uh, and the Glen were lining up at 45 at the time. The 16th man has, you know, sparked unbelievable controversy ever since. Uh, and this is the latest chapter and delight to be joined by Declan Bogue of the Belfast Telegraph on the line. Declan, how are you? Yeah, good, good, Michael. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, any surprise about this latest ruling? Uh, they've ordered that a replay will be played. Firstly, first and foremost, like, what's the mood up in up around uh, up around home at the moment? What's the mood around the Glen, the mood music that you're getting from all the club up around there? Well, essentially, the, the club chairman is, is Barry Slowey, and the, the uh, vice chair is, is Bruno Mulholland, and I do not envy their... I don't, I don't envy their task at all, because, you know, at the end of the day, they have to sort of take a whole club with them, whatever decision or whatever thing that Glenn decides, the course of action, they have to bring people along with them. They can't have a, a split in the club, and I'm sure that I'm sure an awful lot of their time is spent sort of politicking and uh, trying to find out the mood among their membership of what the appetite is here, as well as balancing that with the wishes of, of Malachi O'Rourke and the senior team, because Malachi had said in the immediate aftermath that he, he wanted nothing to do with sort of an appeal that way and just felt the club would move on. And maybe his position is softening in the meantime, I would say there is a strong feeling, and you see that in, in sort of broadcasts with Marty Morrissey spent the day up in Mahara and so on. People will be pretty defiant that they want this, you know. Um, of course, that's, you know, you're never going to get 100% on your side that way, but that's just life. And uh, in general, I would say that the main mood is that they're probably at this stage making a point uh, the realistic people would know that the chances of a replay are virtually nil, but they, they still want to make a point. When you say the chances of a replay are virtually nil, uh, is that from a Glen side or is that from a Kilmacroke Croaks side? The replay has already obviously been ordered. If Kilmacroke Croaks do play that replay, that's not the, mu- the mood or the vibe that we're hearing from up around Stillorgan. But will Glen, you know, line out to play that replay if Kilmacroke Croaks play their part? That's and there's so many variables about this because as we know, Shane Walsh has gone on holiday. As we know, Emmett Bradley is getting married on February 11th. Uh, Malachi O'Rourke was said to have had travel plans. Uh, Ryan Porter, I believe, um, I think has had to go and have a, a knee operation. You know, that's the, the, the trainer again. You know, there's a lot of things that are feeding into this. I think if Glenn were given the replayer said, right, okay, here it is, what date is it, or uh, Kilmacud agreed, then Glenn would take it in a heartbeat. Absolutely, they would, and they'd overcome whatever they have to overcome. Um, but I just don't see it happening for them, because I think that Kilmacud would rather send the Andy American Cup back up in a taxi to them, and 
want nothing to do with the replay. And that's it. That's sort of it. Sort of days then at that point. If the Andy American Cup was sent back up in a taxi, uh, do you think that'd be a round trip? Do you think the taxi would be sent back with Andy American, the Andy American Cup in tow? Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, look. Uh, you're, you've probably read back in your history of the GA, like, you know, I mean, a century ago that things were, were, were just constantly disputed. Uh, the whole idea of, you know, one club, one life and all that was only a marketing slogan. Like, you know, people would have played for maybe three different clubs in three different counties, especially around the, the especially around the border counties um, in one day. Uh, people just kind of turned up and played for their friends if they're at a loose end. Uh, and, and, you know, a century ago, maybe the first half hour of any game was taken up with disputes over who was le- eligible to play for whatever team or club it was at the time. So, you know, you, you, these things are by and large, they're gone, like, you know, losing a cup in uh, in the boardroom, if you want to call it that. But, uh no, Glenn wouldn't accept the cup. They certainly wouldn't. They would never live it down. I mean, could you imagine if they were drawn against Slatnail in the first round of the Derry Championship and what they would have to listen to if they if they did that? Like, you know, it's just it's just highly unlikely that anything will happen. I my prediction for what it is worth is the Kilmacud lodge another objection, it just drags on. And I think at that point then I think Glenn will just say, Do you know what? It's fine, we're we're dropping it. We've made our point here. They're clearly not going to play the game. And, you know, I, I don't like this phrase, higher moral ground. But certainly, uh, certainly, you know, they've had a point. I also sort of look at, you know, different people talking about it and saying, you know, they had chances themselves in the game to win it. Um, while the rule, the rule, they definitely broke a rule. They definitely broke a rule. Would we even be having this conversation at the goal chances they had if one of them had a win in? Uh, of course not. Um, does that give carte blanche for other teams to do it? Look, I'm just a firm believer that it was a massive mistake on the day. Just a huge mistake, a massive mess. I don't think the GA's integrity has been really um, damaged in any way because these are the procedures. People may feel that they're unwieldy, people are welcome to bring a motion through their club to Congress floor. <laughs> Just on this, Declan, how do we, how do the GA as an organisation make sure that something like this doesn't happen again? I, I don't honestly think that it's it's one of those ones, Michael. Like, you know, you only had to look at Killian O'Sullivan's goal for, for, um, for me at the weekend. Like, you know, watch that back and tell me how many steps he takes. Does he take four steps? Um, and then decide for yourself, well, you know what? That could have been the winning and losing that game for Cork. So, you know, referees make mistakes. Uh, they make mistakes in the all Ireland Club final and they make mistakes in the junior C hurling uh, level too. Like, you know, it's, it's, it, nothing is ever perfect in life. And unfortunately, that just happened. That is one major glaring incident. Um Everything that goes after it is people getting trenched into positions and throw out all sorts of of ideas and then accusations. But really, um, look, you know, they it just dies. It withers on the vine. It becomes nothing. Uh, only just a bit of an interesting footnote in the history of the association and just a, a little bit of yeah, look. A, a tiny bit of the sheen has gone off the triumph for Kilmacud for sure. 
just on something you said earlier, uh, how potentially divisive is this within both clubs? You know, if within the Glen Club you have people who, you know, would take the if Kilmacud don't want to play the replay, then you maybe have others who don't. This is potentially divisive for their club, but I imagine it's a potentially divisive topic for Kilmacud as well, because, you know, the vast majority of them, I'm sure, will feel that they won the trophy on the field of play, albeit they uh, broke a rule while doing that. Um, what's the, like, I presume it is divisive within both clubs because there's no right or wrong answer either way yeah look clubs are Gregory O'Kane said clubs clubs are families but there are also families that that war with each other and don't get on with each other there's always a chance that uh, someone could be in full agreement that Glenn should push as hard as they can for a replay and someone might agree with them but will disagree with that person right there because there's an opportunity to wind them up I mean that was just full of different personalities and people get on and rub, on, rub along at times and rub very much against each other at times so I mean of course it's going to be divisive but it's not going to be leading to a split or anything catastrophic like that it's just be a difference of opinion some will go their way and others will go theirs and uh, it just becomes one of those hoary old conversational chestnuts that come up every few months What did you make of the Glen lads playing, talking out for Derry at the weekend Eaton Doherty and uh, Connor Glass and that obviously another sub and, uh, another sub that was on news as well Does that, is, yeah, is, that, is, is that a sense that they've moved on almost? Well that was well, it it sort of does drive a little bit of nail into the coffin a wee bit, doesn't it? And then, you know, tonight is Tuesday. Could you imagine Conor Glass was anywhere else but up in Owen Beg training now for Derry? Uh, the idea that these boys needed a break or, um, oh, you know, that there was shock horror that they might play a game on Saturday, I don't really buy that because the boys who were playing Mechanic Cup played four games in 14 days. Um, Glenn hadn't played a game they played two games in two weeks you know uh, uh, and before that they hadn't played from before Christmas um, so uh, do you think that you know once now the players do go back into their county setups it becomes ever more difficult then to prize them out of it I mean what is the CCCC will say look they'll set a date they'll have to set a date they've ordered a replay now so they need to actually look after the logistics, appoint a referee, uh, appoint a ground, and all that is nice in theory. And then Kim McCudd will say, no, we're not doing that. And uh, the longer it goes on, then the, the less appetite there's going to be all around the place. There's a break weekend actually in the National Football League on March 11th to 12th which is close enough to St. Patrick's Day obviously the old traditional day. Uh, yeah. Do you, like, they will have to fix a date as you said. What's the likelihood or percentage chance you feel from what you're hearing up there of this game actually you know, being replayed? No, not not among realistic people. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that I'm, I'm talking to an unbelievable number of Glen people. I'm not. like a, 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 There's just a couple of them I know and they're hoping against hope but you know the people who would be ruthlessly realistic are just saying look there's there's just no chance like you know uh, there was huge hope when it became clear that they would be offered a replay because that, that was kind of I wouldn't say it was leaked but the, the people who would be in the know of these things were indicating that that would be the course of action that the CCCC would take and there was flutters going uh, with hearts and all the rest and uh, 
people being very optimistic. But nobody, I don't know if many predicted Kevin McCudd's stance on it. And that came as a, 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 a low like it was well signposted in the media. It did come as a surprise when it broke. Like, you know, they would say absolutely not. Um, you know, uh, but I, I don't, I honestly don't, can't see people being too, too convinced that there's going to be a replay. I suppose anything we're hearing from Kilmacud Crocs is only anecdotally as well because we haven't actually got anybody to talk on the record about it. Uh, but like, if the GA had come out, let's say in the first twenty-four hours, and ordered a replay, like surely the you know the chance of it been resolved in a lot more of an amicable way would have been greatly increased. Absolutely, I agree with you. But I mean, do they really have that power? I know that people are looking at case law and they're citing. Uh, is it um, the the game involving Robbie Brennan in, in 2005? Was that Black, Blackwater time, was it? Uh, I think Dunboyne um, were involved as well, yeah. Dunboyne, yeah, and the Mead Championship and all that. But, you know, the, those things are governed by a county, county their county's own bylaws and competition rules. And I had a wee look in, in, in the rule book, and while there is a provincial level, I'm not sure there's an actual rule governing this at all Ireland level. You know, I mean... In some counties, if you don't do what they say or, or replay a game, then you could risk forfeiture uh, of playing in the senior championship the following year. But I don't think there's actually any sort of punishment for for refusing to do as instructed in this case, which makes it even harder to convince Kilmacud to do it. Is this a case, though, Declan, while people will cite, you know, the GA doing something that will be marked as precedent in the future and we will be investigating every little incident that happens in a game or might turn on a game, but it, surely, you know, some rules are kind of there to be broken as well. If the GA, I, I do think there may, might have been an absence of leadership from the GA to come out and take the bull by the horns on this. What's your own kind of feeling on that? I couldn't agree more. I think if Parik Duffy was still the Director General, he would have made a move on this. I think that it's a complete vacuum. We never, ever hear from the Director General. Uh, the President is ceremonial President. He's a ribbon cutter. Uh, there's, I think there's an appetite in the GA now for uh, maybe a figurehead who will actually deliver some change or have some ideas or are willing to take on some thorny issues. But right now, we don't have it. Like, you know, it's, it's catastrophically poor. I mean, you know, even delivering the message... Uh, while it mightn't have been official figures in Croke Park that were delivering the GA message in the past, they always had someone who was willing to do it, a national figure, or someone who is famous enough or name, whose name resonates among GA people. Now there's not that. There's nothing. Like, there's just, there's just leaks to RTE, like, you know, of the latest development. And, like, that's not good enough. Like, people actually need... You know, the, the, the GA needs figureheads. It needs people to actually explain it. And, you know, while you know people might be appalled at celebrity admi- sporting administrators like of FIFA and the FAA have had in the past, but, uh, you, you know, you're never going to be a celebrity GA president, like, you know, but you've got to at least show some kind of, some kind of leadership or you've got to take part in the national debate or you've got to at least outline the association's position rather than just existing in a um, uh, well, 
said enough. <laughs> Obviously, the, uh, we'll have Congress next month where the next GA president will be voted in and we'll be looking at that with bated breath. Just last one for you, Deck. Where does this rank in terms of, you know, the greatest GA controversies or the greatest uh, and most unfortunate GA sagas in history? Right up there, Michael Verney not getting an All-Star. <laughs> I was never nominated, Declan. Uh, there you are, a nomination even. No, uh, good question. Because um, uh, uh, it is a very different one. It's a very modern one, like, you know, in that, you know, the awfully uh, set in against Clare, I suppose, what else are we looking at? We're looking at, it's, there are similarities in some ways to Joe Sheridan's, um, inverted commas, goal in 2010 against Lies. Like, there's so, the, it probably sits on a par with that and where it is among the rest of the controversies, uh, various malaise and stuff like that. Nothing quite as harmless as getting a smack in the mouth, but nonetheless, it hurts and it will hurt for Glenn. And this just leaves a really bad taste, doesn't it, for both clubs, realistically? Well, it does, and I mean, uh, you know, you can't underestimate the depth of, of, of resentment that Tyrone felt after 1995 and Paddy Russell didn't get Charlie Redmond off the pitch, you know. I mean, uh, you know, never mind that, but it was the, the, the bobble on the ball whether it was touched on the ground or not by Peter Campbell when he scooped up for Shawnee McLaughlin to kick what they felt was the equalising point. Like, I mean, that burns. That absolutely burned with people for years and years. Like, you know, I remember actually getting uh, John Lynch, Peter Canavan, Fergal Logan and Joe McMahon around the round table before the 2018 All-Ireland final because each of those players had all played in all the All-Ireland finals that Tron had played in up to that point. And uh, Peter had won his All-Ireland. John Lynch didn't have an All-Ireland obviously played in the Kerry final in 86 and Peter or Fergal Logan played in the 1995 and I asked you know, did he feel less of a, a, a Tyrone County man because they didn't have the All-Iron uh, medal and like John Lynch is probably less bitter about it because that's not even a right word but John Lynch could make peace with it because Kerry were just better than Tyrone and that was the, the golden years sort of the coda of the golden years that day whereas Fergal felt really still um, deeply sort of trying to find the right word, but he he would have been upset when he thought about it. And like, you know, you remember after they won the All-Ireland in 21, he spoke to us in the the press conference and started reading it or talking about all the names on his phone of all the boys he played with in 1995 that missed out the All-Ireland medal and how he wanted to ring all of them at that point, like, you know, just to say, we've got our All-Ireland medal as a panel, you know, or as a squad, which, you know, which goes to show you the depth of the feeling there. Declan, thanks a million for joining us. Uh, our GA club coverage on Off The Ball is in partnership with AAB, proud sponsors of the Football Hurling and Camogie All-Ireland Club Championships. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Declan, thanks a million. Not at all. Michael, take care. Talk to you soon.